So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. Super excited that you guys are here for me today and really just joy in my heart. It's been crazy times out there. 2021, man, we are going to make it a great year. You have to be positive. There's a lot of crap out there, but I'm telling you, keep your head up and you turn off social media and you turn off all those distractions and you just get down to it. Man, life can be pretty damn good. Life can be great. It can be awesome. It can give you all the things you want. The truth is you just got to find your inner peace and you get moving forward. That's how we do it each and every day. Listen, I want to take just a quick moment to thank all the loyal people that are listening and subscribing. And uh, it's just our podcast is moving off the charts right now. I think we have 600 and uh, 600. I'm not going to say it's 666. 666 podcast reviews right now and we keep getting these things you guys keep going on and giving me written reviews and i just want to say thank you so much i'm going to read out two real quick uh one from comes from ronald tan 73 he says this is a great podcast i'm grateful this podcast exists so i'm taking some time to say thank you to Corey's team and for keeping it real Man, I really appreciate that, Ronald. Thank you so much. Calvin3423 says, Educational. This is a great investment of time. Can't finish the week without listening to this podcast. Hey, listen, I know it takes time to get out there and leave a five-star review. It's not easy, but I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because it really does give me a lot of pleasure and it gives me super pumped and excited. So today's show, we're going to really dive into uh, you know how you can raise money, how you can do this business while you've got a full-time job and how you can be super successful. So I've got a guest on today. I'm not teaching, but I've got a guest. His name is Prashant Kumar. He is still full-time and he says it's okay if you let it because it's, you know, it's okay if it's not real estate in an IT company. And he's been doing it for a while. He's been investing for a little under five years and he currently owns, uh, I think, tw- over 1,200 units. I think a little bit more. But it's really neat to see the story of how he's done it. He's done. He's been very successful in raising lots of capital. And really, you know, the story of the journey to legacy wealth, it happens every day. And it happens with normal everyday people that decide and just claim that today is no longer the day that I'm going to just settle. Today's the day that I'm going to make a commitment to change. And I, even if I'm working full time, I'm going to take a minute to put my other foot and I'm going to plant it firmly 
on the ground that I want to go to and that I'm going to say I am, I'm going to make this happen. I'm not going to try. I'm going to do it. And that is actually exactly what Prashant has done. So let's welcome him to the show. But before we do it, though, a word from our sponsors. Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. Failing Social Security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. All right, let's get to it. Prashant, hey man, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you so much, Corey. Appreciate you inviting me in this show. I, I really appreciate your time. Oh man, I'm glad to have you here. You know, really excited about kind of to have you on the show to talk about something that I'm passionate about, which is money. But... I always like to kind of start this thing with how in the hell did you get here, right? So would love to hear about your kind of your hero's journey and where you started and, and how you got to where you're at now because you've done some impressive things. See, I would tell about myself, you know, I, I have a very humble background, you know, I came back, came from India, you know, in 1999 and I've been in tech world all along, you know, I do consulting for life sciences customers, you know, like bigger companies like Bayer, you know, Pfizer's or Abbott and things, you know, companies of this size, you know, like $100 billion companies. Big ones. Big ones. Uh, yeah, really, really big ones. So I do consulting for them. And at some point, you know, I realized what am I doing? You know, am I trading my time for money? Because the day I don't work, I don't get paid. Right. So, you know, come Christmas time, I don't get paid for, for that time, you know. So I realized that you know, I have to have something which can work for me even while I'm not working. So that residual income had to be created. And that's how I came into real estate about five years ago. I bought, you know, I, and I'll do it fast. I started single families, couple of single families in first year. Yep. Within that time frame itself, I bought multifamily, 24 unit multifamily for myself within first year itself. But that 24 multifamily was not a big one. I thought maybe I'll buy a bigger one, but then I realized money is not enough. I cannot continue to buy for myself. The right? first, the not... first roadblock, right? <laughs> Your first you're you're roadblock, grown out of money. money. <laughs> you are out of money. So then I started to learn about syndication. How can I syndicate? And the first syndication that I got into was 500 unit. And I did not start from a small syndication. Although I did buy a 40 unit, you know, as a JV, and then we flipped it, we doubled our money in about 18 months. But I mean, I had the taste of blood, you know, I got into syndication and just did one syndication after another. My first deal did not work out, but because of what I learned on first deal, I was able to close two deals in following three months, um, 500 units, 150 units. That, that's my story, you know. What? Okay, that's so nice. first of all, I want to just back up for just a minute because I, anybody uh, that's listening to this, if you're a doctor, dentist, lawyer, high income earner, okay, Sean just he had golden handcuffs. Most people would say he had golden handcuffs, right? 
And he's sitting there telling you that it's the same problem that no matter somebody with $30,000 or $50,000 a year that's got a job, it's the same feeling. Like, I don't have control, and I'm on the hamster wheel, my friend. And even though you're in the big dealing with big corporate billion dollar companies, you came to the realization like, dude, I got to get off the train. And so you made a commitment and you started, you started your journey, started with some single families, kind of got into your, did your little one of your, and then you run your first problem, which was, Hey, I'm, I got all my money in tied up to this. And then you found syndication, right? That is correct. Yeah. What I'm saying is a, uh... From single family, you know, it, it was such a difficult thing, you know, three months you spend on one project, you know, $100,000 home, you know, I could cut the check and buy it with my eyes closed. But, you know, they, they teach you, you know, uh, leverage, you know, you have to have the leverage. Yeah. So that was the reason from single family to multifamily. But when you get into multifamily, you are out of money. Then you that's when you start the syndication. <laughs> right. Well, and, and it's really funny how like how quickly you made that observation. There's a lot of guys that I know that are in this business or that want to get into multifamily that have been on the single family hamster wheel for years, my friend. And like to could you imagine doing that business for years and to do it multiple times where you're trying to do, you know, ten of those a month or something? To me it feels exhausting. Right? It sounds exhausting. Yes. I mean, see, listen, time is not in our favor right now. You know, I had my birthday a couple of days ago and, you know, the number tells me that we don't have too much time left, you know, 47 year old right now. Amen. Uh, Me too, brother. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. So you have to do where you get the maximum potential. Yeah. Right. That leverage. And that's why, you know, and I'm just being lucky and, you know, grateful. And I have the gratitude that I met right people at the right time i give all the credits to them i don't take any credits to myself um that, and you failed on I... your first syndication like i don't know if anybody heard that i heard it because i know how that feels like but even though you failed you didn't stop right and listen failure is, is a peace of mind because i'm sure you got to eventually make your investors whole Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, the first indication which we were doing, that was the toughest one, mm-hmm. 35% units down. The toughest thing that you can think of for a syndicator, we had we were retraded by our lender two or three times. Oh, wow. Retraded by lender. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. We were retraded by property managers at least three to four times. So I had so much experience in negotiating with the lenders, negotiating with the property managers, looking at the property, what to do. So I had created the whole thing so i knew what you know other things you know it's like once you have learned how to drive in a during the snowfall yeah on a perfect day you can drive easy right yeah but i want to say that you had the courage to do it and go even though you didn't know everything right that's the real true testament of entrepreneurship people ask well why did you do that because most people look at it and say that's insane and but you're like well i had a vision and i had a dream and then i just chased after it and i didn't know exactly but you put yourself in motion that is correct i mean if it was not for my and again i don't want to bad mouth about everybody others you know my equity partner bailed out on me on the last day the day before closing the only good part is we were made whole and everything so we came out alive otherwise we probably wouldn't have been here <laughs> yeah uh, but it was all the learning experience but you, you know, got I it through I, it yes see this is what happens people don't understand that you can persevere through a pretty lot of a lot of stuff and then what does that do we call that experience by the way 
right? Yeah, it is. It <laughs> it's is. not that so is, much all is, your wins. It's a lot of times it's more your losses that, that create correct. the real experience, right? I tell me all about it. I mean, I'm the testimony. I mean, I'm the living testimony right now. <laughs> what you are saying. And you immigrated I mean, to our country. Come on, man. Like, like, I already know. I've got other friends that come from India. Life is not easy in India, right? So at least, at least when I came at that time, it was not that yeah that easy. More things have changed, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So listen, okay. So I would love because what you've done now, like the last year, you just did like twelve hundred units, and and you still own some. Um, what am I thinking here? Help me out. Assisted living, multi-families. You yeah. Know. Not apartments. My God, my mind's listen. This is a brain fart by Corey. For retirement people, or um, yes, what yes. what is that asset? Oh my god, that is called assisted living. Yeah, facility. okay, that's probably where Corey should go right now because he can't remember anything. Assisted living, my god, I can't even believe I couldn't say the words. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's funny. So I mean, and so you've done all this in a short amount of time. And you're raising millions of dollars. So I would love for you to kind of maybe try to, can you unlock that for us a little bit of what yeah, you do to, to yeah, unlock money? That's, yeah, that's why we are here, right? I mean, so see the fundamental thing, there are two things in this business. Everybody knows. One is deal flow, right? Yep. Number two is your investor relations, you know, ability to raise money. That's two fundamental things. You can have your business around these two things, deal flow as well as investors. So I spend consistent amount of time on both the things, you know, talking to the brokers, making sure I divide half the time for investors and half the time for the, you know, for the deal flow. Yep. And for that matter, you know, we do, we, we have to come out as a thought leader, like that's the fundamental thing. People have to start trusting you. If you are talking to an investor, an investor may talk to you for the first time, he will never agree to invest with you. It's the education that you provide to them is your brand you know the 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 cory brand that that matters right who's cory nobody cares i mean i don't mean yeah i, I get it yeah no it. one cares until you let show them yeah. why unless you tell them who you are right i mean unless you give them the education you become a subject matter expert so for that we do multiple things you know we do we are on the podcast we have our own podcast we do meetups we do newsletters we do facebook postings you know and we we spend a lot of time talking to the investors but i mean there, there is a limitation that you can talk to how many investors can you talk to in a month i mean you can probably spend two hours a day maybe one or two guys a day in the end, you have to automate that process, right? The education process has to be automated somehow. Yes. If somebody talks to you, they shouldn't come and talk to you what is cap rate. They should know it before they come to you, right? I mean, there are a lot of lot of single family people or, I mean, a lot of doctors don't know. A lot of my friends don't know what I, what is cap rate. Yeah. I should be able to educate them up front and then they should be able to talk to me and say, Prashant, this is what I do and this is what I have. And then I, you know, I have a meaningful conversation with them. So we, I mean, basically, you know, I have a marketing team. We have we have automated that process. You yeah. know, where we send, you know, if somebody wants to know more about what is multifamily passive investing is, we bring them up to the speed on passive investing only. No need to teach them how to talk to the brokers. Right. No need to teach, you know, how to talk to the property managers. What is passive investing? I mean, that's how I had started. Right. I had invested money in somebody else's deal and for me like it was an eye-opener all i did was cut the check 
and I sit back and relax and see the money trickling into my account. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is the best thing. In the bank, <laughs> I never in the bank I never get that money, right? That kind never, of money. Never, right? You know? Yeah, it just doesn't happen. I mean, that thing doesn't exist. I did not spend even a single minute. Um, all I do is read the reports every quarter or whatever, and I get the money. So that's what we teach. We tell. Now, isn't that why, a simple why... concept, right? So I just want to like pause you for just a minute. That's a simple concept. When you think about it, yeah. educate yeah. money, capital on the process so they can understand the basics, right? So then when you do have the conversation, so because you, you can educate and push like you said, and you're doing it all the channels, right? Social media, um, all that stuff to push it out there. And, and here's my here. But you're not you're, you're even you're not trying to teach people how to buy apartments. You're just teaching them how to understand the financial game of investing passively in apartments, understanding and the niche and your avatar of what you're going after. Yes, that is exactly true. You said it correctly. You know, I, I was going around and around in the circles, but you kind of summed it up, you know. But for that, you know, we have set up, you know, you have to do a lot of work, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Education, yeah. The idea is yeah. simple. The execution of it, not so much. Not, yeah, not so much. Yeah, it takes time. I mean, it takes years, I mean, to kind of set it up. I mean, but, but we have done it. You know, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people have done it, you know, simple. Simple emails, you know, just read the emails for seven days, you know, you know, you will, you will get to know what it is. And then you talk to us, you know, or, or join. I mean, there are tons of material available, but it's like tattered all over the place. So, you know, you just go step by step, seven days, just read three minutes a day. You know, you will learn something, then talk to us, uh, you know, one hour, half an hour, whatever you want, and then continue to read about it until you are ready to invest with whomsoever not just us with anybody for right. that matter but you got educated along the way right and sometimes the person that educates the right passive investor right uh wins right gets they tend to that's the they like i like this guy i've been learning from him and that seems really good and, I, and he's gonna do all the work yeah let me just buy that thing right let me just invest that because I got a full-time job already. I just want to put my money somewhere other than the stock market. Let me tell you, I, I don't want to brag. I mean, I have investors but right now. <laughs> I have investors right now. I don't even tell them the deal. I said, listen, I have a deal. And what happens? How much should I cut the check for? Because they know the background. They know everything. They have done it multiple times. They know it is not going to be less than 8% pref. Yeah, they know they have seen their annualized annualized return has been more than you know 12, 13, 14, 15 percent. Yep. So they know at least we are talking. I mean, when we talk, we are talking about at least that much. Yeah. All they say is, "Tell me how much." I mean, how much do you <laughs> need, right? Yeah, or like, can I put in a couple hundred thousand? Yeah, great. Yeah. I don't know what the deal yeah. is. I don't need to know. I just know that I'm going to give it to you. I need you to work it. That's it. Aren't I those great conversations? It. Yeah, I mean, they are the best. Built yeah, they are the best. I mean, all you need, because you have already spent time with those people. They are already part of your family. You are taking care of their money more than your own money, right? Because you are vested. Your reputation is vested. You are day and night working on that, right? Yeah. So they, they have seen you working. And I'm sure, pretty sure it's about you also, your business as well. That when they see you taking care of their money more than you would spend on your money. Yep. 
then they build the confidence in you. They just want to know that you're real, that you're working to solve problems, even through COVID, right? We've all experienced COVID, right? Not yeah. everybody went unscathed. And I've got some properties that are hurting because um, I'm in yeah. some student housing projects. But like yeah. my investors understand because we're communicating with them and how we're going to maneuver through it, what it's going to take. Thank God there's a vaccine coming, right? Yeah. yeah. But like no one can plan for COVID. No one can plan. But, Absolutely. No one, no one but can you plan. But you can COVID. by being at least conservative in your first, like that's how we do it, right? I didn't, you know, we're, we're hurting, but we're not going to lose. I think that's the, that is, that's what you're saying. That is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 2020, listen, 2020, if you have not lost money and if you're, if you are healthy, consider yourself, you know, really, really you lucky. You just won. <laughs> yeah, you just won. Yes, you have won the biggest prize of your life that you are still alive. You know, think about how many people have gone, disappeared from in front of our eyes. So just be humble. Yes, you know, may, losses, losses may occur, but I don't think in multifamily business, I don't think people have lost money. No, maybe, no yeah, maybe not, not so bad. Like in my student housing a little bit, but like, but overall, like that's just, again, on a, a long-term project to have a little hiccup for, you know, the one year that we have it. So what? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a five-year project. You are going to rebound back. Yeah. And if we had to make yeah, it a six-year project, that's what we would do to make sure that we correct the course. Right. All your investors understand this. They don't care. They just yeah. want to know that you're doing it. Right. That is, you are not running away, you know. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. So you've taken the, a simple concept and said, I want to communicate with my investors. I want to educate my investors on so when they get to me, they already know what a cap rate is. So then we can talk about really what their real issue is. Like, why where do you why do you want to place money? Because and then what do they normally tell you? What are they trying like see, where are they coming see, from? Fundamental fundamental thing for for a very novice investor, you know, very novice investor is that he's giving me the money. Mm -hmm. He's giving me the money. And I tell the buddy, take a step back. If you have to buy a single family home, you become the owner of that home. In this case also, you are buying a property with a group in which you own certain part of the property. So you are the owner of an asset. Yeah. You are buying a real estate, but you are deciding that you want to put 50,000 or 100,000 or 500,000 because the the pool is bigger so you are the you are the owner of the real estate and you are not worried about tenants toilet and trashes somebody else who is much more professional than you he is taking care of all that for a little bit of money like smidge, smidge amount of money i mean then somebody has to live on and it is professionally managed it does not depend on your skill set because the skill set that is being used to manage that asset is far beyond your or my capabilities. Mm -hmm. So it is professionally managed and you are going to get all the benefits of real estate investing like appreciation, cash flow, 
and much more like depreciation in a single family home you do not get that the depreciation you get the depreciation over 27 28 years but in multi family homes with the bonus depreciation uh, you would depreciate all your you know investment you know within 5 to 7 years the income that you're getting you get to is almost tax free yeah. i mean i'm not a cpa but everybody's situation is different but the benefits that you get because of that is enormous yeah so that's the education that that is needed for these for a novice investor yeah. a novice investor has to understand that by investing into multifamily because government is there i mean freddie and fanny are willing to give you the loan you know at 3% right now 2.85 whatever you know at a low rate it's almost almost free We're money we're printing money for free and if you're not getting loans right now oh my god you're so hurting yourself yes that's the first thing i have to tell them you know guys you are the owner yeah. you are not lending me the money you are the owner but your project is being managed you're investing with us not just yeah it's not just you're giving me like no you're making a, an investment decision and here's what that looks like right Yeah. Yeah. Now, that, where that, do, where does most of your money come from? Like so if you were to say, you know, is it coming from stock market? Is it people that have it in cash? Where do you say the majority of your money comes from? I think people, you know, my money comes from retail investors. I do not go to private equity, guys. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't just I mean, normal mom and pop I, investors that not mom and pop investors who have cash or stocks or <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so the property want to get out of some money. Yeah, want to get out of the stock market or, you know, liquidated a business or something like that and have extra money, right? That is correct. Yeah, simple simple stuff, nothing nothing fancy, you know, no offshore money or anything like that. Do you find cuz I I raise money the same way, but I want to hear your opinion on this. What is it about that asset group that you like the most? Like those, so you know, by going directly to the individuals, right? Not not the not the big smart money right yeah so so the challenge i have had with uh, big smart money is that when they come on board they rip you apart right i mean they want to take the control over what you are doing yes you know that's the that's the biggest challenge maybe maybe we are not that sophisticated i mean i accept my uh, limitations you know i'm not saying that i'm the best you know i'm the most sophisticated guy but I mean if I'm losing control then my investors those who are you know my friends you know whatever family members or the group of investors who are working with me their interest is being controlled by somebody else and I don't want that to happen right I mean if I yeah. have a smart money guy coming in he tries to take over the deal and you know put it put direct me what to do and what not to do and things like that which kind of dilutes the interest that we have in the property so we try to remain away nobody more than 20% equity you know that kind of thing yeah. I mean, if somebody comes in 50 70% equity then they are trying to take control of the whole project you yeah. have worked on that's a great point you make right there so i i want everybody that's listening to un to understand this and this is really at the end of the day there's a choice to be made here so and there's trade-offs so When you go to smart money that's big and that can deploy the you know four five five million dollars in one person or one one thing, they always want control. You said it best. That's what they want. They want control, and and they're gonna keep pushing you till they get it. And they may not say it in the beginning, 
But what happens is they become a broken record, wouldn't you say, right? Just like, and- 100%, all, all meetings, they are there, you know, every time you have to do something, you have to ask them. It is it is a broken record. I mean, absolutely, it just, some, I mean- And it almost times, feels like you're back on that job. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I could have done this working for the man. <laughs> Then, then you are working for them, basically. Then yes, are, and they're and and the the thing is, they end up becoming kind of pretty greedy, right? Because smart money knows they got money and will leverage that uh, over you. And don't think that they won't, because they will. They will. That that's their business, right? That the, their obligation to their investors is to to make most. Yeah, who he who has all the money makes all the rules in a way, right? Unless you say no to that, which is what you've done and which was what I've done as well, and said there's gotta be a group of people out there that want to be Wall or Wall Street, but just live on Main Street, and we can collectively come together and you can attract those people, and they're the most caring, great investors you'll ever have, and they'll keep coming to the pool they'll keep they'll invest in all your other deals once you have once we have gained trust from an investor they are investors for life right a person who is earning making making two hundred thousand dollars a year and if his, his saving potential is fifty sixty thousand dollar a year and you are able to produce eight to ten percent return for him that investor is not going anywhere nope i He'd, i one thousand percent agree He's not going anywhere. He's, he has $50,000 per year investment potential and you are giving him 8 to 10% return. He is happy like hell. And even what the return you are giving to him is coming back to you anyway also. So it is, it is a compounding effect. Now, I love this. I, I love how you're doing it. I think it's, you know, it is a simple idea of educate, 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 educate your capital, how to buy apartments, but just how to passively understand that piece of the game, right? And then get them educated. That's because once, if they're confused, they'll say no. But if they understand it, then again, you're warming them up to when they do take that first step, your team is there to love on them and surround them and say, we got you. Here's what this looks like. Here's whatever. And what you're also saying, I think, is, and I know this, is once they get a taste of the medicine, they don't ever want to quit. Right? Yeah, they, They're like, they never I want to give you all my money. And eventually that's yeah, what happens. I yeah, I, I have a proverb, you know, when I have tasted the blood, I don't want anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> truth, right? Once they once they come to you, so same thing with my investors, same way. And it's a, it's a very rewarding. And actually, I think that's the best part of this game. How, how do you feel? Like, like when you get to make investors money, how does it make you feel? Oh, man, that is the satisfying part. Most satisfying part, you know, when an investor calls you and tells you, Prashant, thank you so much for the check that you sent me. I mean, that's the most... I got a call. I got a text today. Do you have any other deal this year? I'm ready to invest. Or what else do you want? I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm still calling you. I, I, you know, he's saying that. You know, when when are we get, getting the next deal? You know, yeah. It's like, what else do you want? I mean, you have developed that trust. People are ready, and they're calling you. They say that somebody else has a deal. I said, listen, I'm not involved in that deal. I said, I'm not. They say, I'm not involved either. Tell me, when would you have the next deal? Yeah, when is your so, next one, right? Because I want to invest with you. That's right? it. 
So what what else do you want? I mean, that's the most satisfying moment of your yeah. journey. You know, you have done something. You know, it's something that, that bene- it's something about when like obviously we benefit from it. You benefit from that raising money and putting it to work. But there's something way more nobler about making other people money. That if you can, uh, you know, understand that power and how it feels, it's one of the best feelings that I know. Right? It really is. Especially Sounds when you have good. some older people, some you know, older clients that they really do depend on that income because we typically pay a lot, way better checks than what they could ever get in any other investment. It's rewarding. 100%. Isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Those older people don't know. They don't know what is stock market. I mean, they would put money somewhere in IRA, blah, blah, 3% less than 3% return. You know, they're not, that money is actually depreciating. Yeah, yeah. Well, and their stockbroker, that's what they think is the best, but they have no idea because they can't even do real estate, right? And they really have no control. It's still paper assets. So we do offer a product very superior to it, right? Now, let me ask you this. How much money do you think is out there looking for people like us? There is enough money. There's plenty of money out there. You know, you you and I cannot handle it. Let's just put it this way. It's just much, much more than, I mean, there's trillions of dollars out there which we can get get out. I mean, there, there's so much of IRA money sitting out there. Yes. It's not making any money for the investors anyway. There's four, I, I don't even know the number, really speaking, four to eight million trillion, I would say, easy. Yes. That is sitting out there. There's so much money in stock market. People are losing every day. I mean, those who are not novice, those who are not expert investors, there's money. Everybody's making money. There is money everywhere. Yes, great answer. Great. I believe in it wholeheartedly as well. And and for all of those listening right now, this is the testament. There is, and he said it, trillions of dollars out there looking for people like you, people like. Uh, Prashant, they want an alternative to the stock market. They want something that is real. And um, when you can educate them, just like he has, magic starts to happen because a lot of these people just don't know until they stumble on somebody. So this is called marketing. Really, that's what you figured out is how to market to this avatar, Prashant. I think that that's what it is. I mean, it boils down to that, you know, how to connect to the right people. I mean, you can market all over the places you know you can market to 17 year old but what's the use 17 year old probably will not have so you have to find out where you want to market to you know somebody find that niche you, yeah find a niche you know an age group you know a community you know uh, you know so, something like that you know find find your avatar where you want to market i mean i come from india a lot of Indi- i mean i know the mentality of indians you know are very hard working people don't know much about finances make a lot of money, uh, money sitting in the stock, you know, that's a niche in itself. You know, if, if I can target, not that I only target there, that's not what I do. But if I can target only that community, communicate to them. Uh, well, you got even so more trust because that's where you come from. Like, there's a commonality, right? Anytime that you can find top. commonality with your money, that's huge. That is huge, 100%. I totally agree. Yeah. So you just have to find the right people whom you can target to and just focus on them. The narrower your focus is, the message that you deliver, the finer the message is, better results you're going to get. The broader your message is, you know, that message is lost. Yeah, great, Uh, great point. it It may feel contrary to your business, but 
the focus as long as your focus is um, precise you will get better results yeah i love it love it so listen as we wrap this up a couple quick fire i say quick fire questions but they don't have to be quick but what books or books have you read lately that's really impacted you that you'd lo- love to share see i in my personal life besides my business i meditate I meditate and I, I help others to meditate also. That's my real passion, you know, deep inside for the last 30 years. I spent a bunch of time, bunch of, when I say bunch of time, I'm seriously, I could quit everything else if I, if I had enough people whom I can teach and all free of charge. Yeah. Never talked about a single penny in so many years. So I spend a lot of time on that and I read a lot of meditation books. There's a book called The Heartfulness Way that I read recently and and I like that book. I mean, I have a bunch of copies if anybody wants and, and Corey, give me your address. I'll send you one. Okay. I will. (laughs) I'll send you and I will put the link to this, to that book as well in our notes, show notes. Yeah. Yeah. If you could sum up what you've done in raising capital, I always like to kind of have a a raising capital question. That's that one, something that you've done that's made the biggest impact in your ability to raise capital. What is it? So my, my, my marketing funnel that I have created, I think that's the biggest thing that I have done so far, which has helped me to connect with my investors fast and which has created an impact on investors more than, uh, which has brought investors up to the speed faster than just talking to me personally, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, that education piece that I have created has been pretty awesome. Awesome. Uh, I think, yeah. Perfect. And then if you could leave any for the new people and even seasoned investors that are on this podcast, what piece of advice or inspiration would you leave them with? See, having part of being part of a group is this. If you want to become an syndicator, you definitely want to become part of a group, you know, to jumpstart your career. If you are an investor, you want to find synergy you know, whom you trust most and connect with them and and follow somebody for some time to understand what somebody is doing. What is Corey doing in his business? You know, follow them, build that trust. And then, uh, you know, then invest with Corey, you know, for, for that matter. Right. So that these are important things, you know. And those who want to become syndicators, you know, become part of a part of a group, mentoring group or somebody, you know, like, you know, Corey or myself or whosoever become part of a network so that you have access to that network and become part of the deals faster than than it's anything the easiest else. way right it's the easiest way exactly. is to partner with someone that's and bring value bring value yeah. right bring well yeah that's how i learned bring value to somebody you know i i said i'm gonna work for you for free for five months six months oh wow and i learned so yeah. much and i can write yeah the result of that is you learn everything right you end up learning everything. Your 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 work gives you the authority. I mean, uh, to dictate terms, so oh, to say. I love it. So, if people want to learn about your investments and in, and in your process, where should they go? So, I have two websites. One is my educational website uh, called myrealtygains.com. That's where I have my seven email course, seven day email course. It's all free, right? Just go to that website, put your email address, and and you will start getting seven emails from me, myrealtygains.com. And that's where you get that email course. And I have other website, multifamilyrealtygains. 
multifamilyrealtygains.com that is my bio so to say mm-hmm. that talks about what we do you know what kind of assets we have bought what projects we have done what projects are in in process kind of like your calling uh, card here's here's what i've done here's here's me. what i've done yeah i mean I, I people say what is your bio i'll say go to my website that's my bio yeah right i mean what can i write in my bio you know <laughs> which is not there on my, my website i love it love um, it uh man listen i want to thank you for uh your gracious time that you've spent on our podcast and really unlocking some of the the great things that you've done in raising capital um, and really, it, it started with a really nice message of, you know, here's what I did in a short amount of time. Um, you focused on your avatar. You had a niche. You've educated that niche. You've been able to bring lots of uh, value in that to where people wanted to give you their money. And then you knew that it wasn't with the rich kids. It was the average, everyday working American that needs us and we need them more than ever today. So thank you for that. Thank you for the education. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you want to make a difference in your life, you got to listen, got to keep listening. I want to highly recommend that you listen to episode one through six. That's where I give all, I mean, that's my foundation of everything we do on this podcast. As always, it really comes down to belief, right? You know, what Prashant did is he had a leap of faith. He had golden handcuffs in a very high level corporate job. Yet it still, he still suffered from the same things that everyone, he wanted more. He wanted to be his own boss. And so he stepped into it. He made the choice. And for that, he had to believe in himself, probably when no one else from that company would. Guys, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.